Today on the Good Word, we're talking about how the crown gets passed down and the responsibilities inherited. We may think that always passing property and titles to the oldest son is the most common and traditional method, but that's not really true. The oldest son of the king in the Kingdom of Congo, which existed in Central Africa from 1390 to 1914, was not guaranteed to become the king after his father. In fact, he rarely did. Instead, the heir to the throne was elected by a council of nobles, often chosen from a different line every generation, for political balance. Elected monarchies were much more common than we might think. They still favored the family of the previous ruler, but those with say in that election could consider the future of the country rather than defaulting to just the oldest son. On occasion, if a better candidate could be found outside the family, the heir was adopted in to give the transition the most stability. Inheritance was just as much about the consequences on the outside world as it was about the family itself. Inheritance determines who has a right to what, but often that wealth or property is accompanied with responsibilities. In some cases, those obligations may seem to outweigh any benefit, causing heirs to run from their birthright. But who will be the best to continue the duties and responsibilities of the entrusted inheritance is the most important question in determining a chosen heir. The Lord uses this system in His management of His kingdom. Those who have committed to following Him are adopted into His people, giving them the resources and responsibility to act in His name. But being a part of the Lord's kingdom isn't about our own status. The authority given to His church is to be used to bless the lives of all people. It's explained in Doctrine and Covenants, section 86, where the point of having any power is to point to Christ. Therefore, thus saith the Lord unto you, with whom the priesthood hath continued through the lineage of your fathers. For ye are lawful heirs, according to the flesh, and have been hid from the world with Christ in God. Therefore, blessed are ye, if ye continue in my goodness, a light unto the Gentiles, and through this priesthood a Savior unto my people Israel. The Lord hath said it. Amen. The inheritance the Lord has given His people is His priesthood, His authority to act in His name on this earth. He's not interested in wealth or the treasures we build up for ourselves, but He does want His children to be cared for. For that reason, He's given those who have proven themselves worthy His power to act. The priesthood is not meant to be a lofty symbol of status, but instead a conduit by which the Lord blesses His children through His children. And the church is organized to best facilitate the distribution of these blessings through the covenants and ordinances the Lord has given us. Whether our family stretches back generations into the church or we are the very first to step on the path to follow Christ, the Lord has adopted us into His people. Our personal relationship with Him is what qualifies us to become His heirs, no position of birth or status. Our inheritance promises to bless us with more than we can imagine, provided we fulfill our responsibilities to our fellow brothers and sisters. If we're going to be inheritors of all the Lord has, He expects us to care for His own. And that's the good word. <music>